0: It's well known that the containers is probably one of the most important inventions that shape the modern world. Hello, listeners. I am your host, Ziad Matar, and I'd like to welcome you all to the Wirelessly Yours podcast, where I talk about everything tech, business, and design. On each episode, I will take you through how cutting edge technologies, emerging business models, and the latest design trends are transforming our world and shaping the future. You will also get to hear from my guests about their opinions on global developments and the opportunities they create, as well as their impact on society. Stay tuned for more, Wirelessly Yours. Hello listeners, thanks for tuning in to Wirelessly Yours, my podcast about all things tech, business and design. I'm your host, Iyad Matar, and today we will talk logistics, where digital meets physical, and ever increasing consumer expectations. Joining me in this episode is an entrepreneur and expert in the supply chain space, Peter Sommers, the Chief Executive Officer of Emirates Post, one of the largest and most important organizations in the United Arab Emirates today. Peter, welcome to the Wirelessly Yours podcast.
1: Uh, yeah, to here. Hi,
0: I see you are joining us from your office and, you know, always as a first section of our uh, podcast. We talk about backgrounds. We talk about your personal background and about your physical background. So maybe you want to explain to our listeners what's behind you uh, in terms of uh, beautiful imagery as well as in terms of a uh, career and story.
1: Sure. Yeah. Happy to do that. Uh, yeah. So behind me, you can see an image or a picture from Dubai. I think that's well known. Everybody knows these uh, landscapes. The other one you see uh, is uh, is Hong Kong. Uh, but, sorry, it's to Shanghai to be to okay. be to Shanghai, uh, and that has something to do with also my my business because I started once a business in uh, in Shanghai, and then there is a third one I have to turn it there, and that's uh, Antwerp. That's the skyline of Antwerp in Belgium, and that's uh, where I was born and where I lived before I moved to uh, Dubai to take up this role.
0: And uh, you know, these three important skylines and three important cities, uh, I would say, well along even the old uh, Silk Road and uh, the new Silk Road, correct? Uh, three of them are important logistics hubs uh, globally. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So, is a portal activity, also Shanghai, uh, all at the river, seaside. So crossroads in logistics. And that's also, I think, uh, the name of the game when you look at my my career and my activities—it all has to do with uh, logistics um, and also e-commerce. But that also e-commerce, at the end of the day, it comes down to, to logistics. So, yeah, that's the name of the game.
0: Uh, logistics is a very important, uh, you know, topic. It's one of—it's well known that the containers is probably one of the most important inventions that shaped the the the, the modern world and. Uh, uh dubai has taken a very very uh, strong position in, in that space uh tracked uh, you know both in terms of uh, you know i think moving goods around the world they have to come through dubai people through emirates airlines and uh, dubai international airport as well as you know ideas and, and and the future which hopefully we'll see next year during the dubai world expo but i'd like to talk about uh, what i call the elephant in the zoom and uh, in this case you know if you remember we started our conversations when you had uh, moved recently to dubai and uh, uh, joined and started your role at uh, emirates post and it was you know the lockdowns uh, related to covid 19 and suddenly a system that was uh, uh, almost predicted to be obsolete and dying uh, because of delivering uh, envelopes and postal mail became a necessity and uh, is playing an important role you know, at the forefront of uh, life due to this global pandemic. Uh, let's talk about uh, how you dealt with this from your uh, privileged situation at Everest Post.
1: Business and the core business of all postal operators in the past was the traditional letter mail. And we all know that due to digitization, letter mail is declining. In some countries, 3 to 4 to 5% a year, on global, uh, the average is 5% a year, but in some market it's higher, like in uh, in the Nordics and also here in this market, it's 8 to eight to 10% a year. So that is fading away step by step. But what is the core asset of a postal operator? It's a logistics company. It has branches and it has a last mile delivery network. And if you combine these and you look at what the new opportunities are for a postal operator then you see that the e-commerce market and the e-commerce growth and e-commerce logistics is very fitting well very well with the core assets of a postal operator that's what we do today so we're also transforming from predominantly a mail company delivering from time to time a parcel now we are becoming logistics company a parcel company a delivery company also delivering from time to time a mail piece that is the whole transformation we go through. And this pandemic, of course, uh, brought us much more volume because there was a huge spike in online uh, ordering, which, at the end of the day, needs a delivery to the houses and to the homes of our consumers.
0: I think it pandemic uh, also created a, a bigger need for this distribution uh, or distributed points of sales, which you are in a unique uh, position uh, uh, as postal services globally to have, where we. Uh, I'm in Barcelona right now, and we are actually restricted during the weekend not to leave our municipality area. So there's much more attention on municipal uh, space. Even uh, it's not possible for me to go to IKEA in the weekend because it's just two streets outside of the municipality of uh, Barcelona city itself. And uh, so that that uh, that's quite an amazing, as I said, privileged position to be in for the postal service, but. Obviously, you cannot uh, switch on uh, in a moment every, everything that you have. So how did you deal practically with, uh, with, uh, with the immediate impact of the pandemic? You have people, uh, to, and people are the most vulnerable piece of the supply chain today. Uh, and then we'll talk about the digital element. So first, maybe the physical
1: element. How did you cope with, let's say, the capacity increase and how did we cope with the human interaction with that? So in the beginning of the COVID-19 crisis, we saw that every day our volumes were increasing, and then you start to add capacity, which you normally do to, let's say, bring on people that uh, you are as an outsourced capacity. So we always have a certain percentage of our uh, drivers are outsourced, so we could call the market and bring in outsourced capacity. But a certain moment in time when the whole market is increasing, there is a lack of space and lack of capacity in the market. But then we started to look at other options. So, we, we worked together with, with Dubai Taxi a certain in time, did some trials to hire uh, drivers from other companies who didn't have work anymore due to the lockdown and start to increase capacity. But um, that all worked. Sometimes it didn't work, sometimes it worked. But at the end of the day, we could manage and cope with the capacity need we had. And then we gradually started to hire, uh, hire our own drivers, hire our, our own staff, take on a car, and so we could gradually pick up uh, with the capacity in decrease, uh, sort of the capacity uh, demand that there was in the market. Yeah? And now we see that uh, between January and now we doubled our volumes, we doubled capacity, and now we go into let's say a continuous capacity planning because every month. Uh, we have more volume than the previous month. So it's uh, it's a matter of managing the capacity as we speak.
0: And there's an element also of, uh, you know, hiring the driver is one thing, of course, training them, equipping them with the right uh, tools, procedures, etc. Yeah.
1: Uh, but more more important, I mean, you have more than
0: delivery people. Uh, of course, that's a big number uh, uh, of, of your workforce, but you still have people behind the scenes, you have management, you have logistics staff, and uh, it must have been Uh, very uh, different, to say the least, how to manage that workforce uh, almost completely remotely and yet at the same time having to put part of them at the forefront of what was at the time a very scary and risky situation. So what are your tips to our listeners in in that respect?
1: Yeah, Um, there are two things that happened. From, From day one, I went into crisis management. That means we have every morning the whole management team and also some experts working on health and safety, working on communication, internal communication, external communication. Uh, And every morning we were discussing the situation. What happened yesterday? Um, What are the cases? How do we need to cope with the new rules and regulations, health and safety and so on? And we use that momentum to bring also agility in the decision-making process. Because when normally you take a decision and you have a rollout plan, now you need to take a decision and roll out the same day. Yeah. And that shows the agility and resilience of this company. When there is a crisis, we can do that. And we learned a lot from that. And now we become a much more agile company. Second thing is communication. Yeah, How do you, how do you reach your uh, employees, the 2,400 employees, who are the majority are out in the street every day uh, we have a lot of employees also in our branches in the postal branches. So you can you can communicate through digital channels and that's what we did. But we increased the level of communication dramatically. And I think almost every day we have sent out communications flashes so to tell people what I changed, what are the measures we take, what is important and so on. So two things yeah. and, and uh for sure this also changed the way we're going to communicate today and also in the future. Yeah. So it's more about uh, additional steps in communication informing your people uh bringing also the trust that is needed the security that they need in a let's say dangerous situation at a certain moment in time
0: and in a a space also where a lot of uh, the systems were maybe existing established but uh, i would say relatively physical you had to move quickly to a digital space Uh, signatures uh, you know and as well as all probably and like we've seen with everybody, everybody had their plan to roll out Microsoft Teams or whatever system, but they were going through, you know, their six months or one year rollout and suddenly we had to do that on the spot. What was the experience at Emirates Post? And I'm sure your CIO might have also some nice stories to share one day.
1: Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, he was also in the daily call, so he knows perfectly what our demand was. Uh, so working remotely was something that was not really embedded in the organization, uh, once it came live, we said, "Okay, let's do it." And we we have put, uh, I think, in in less than one week, more than 500 people in remote working, including the tools and the systems and teams and Zoom, what have you. So that also that showed that we can act fast. Uh, but at the other end, of that, we also needed to communicate better and easier with our customers. So during the first part of the COVID 19 period, in uh, in May and June, we launched a completely new website. We go launch an app. We also launched a digital product. You could you could uh, upload a picture and, and we could print a postcard and deliver it contactless to your house, which was a new product we launched. Uh, but also the digital tools behind the scenes. Yeah? We had to move on to contactless deliveries. Yeah? We were one of the first in the country to switch on uh, a system where we say, okay, we're going to deliver contactless parcel, No sign on the screen anymore. All these kind of things are done. And I believe they are there to stay. I don't think post-COVID we will go back to people touching screens and touching uh, things that might get infected or might be infected. I think it's there to stay.
0: I mean, definitely we have uh, you know this move towards a contactless uh, economy or contactless uh, contactless society, even. And uh, as you were mentioning now, what coming as next? Everybody talks about a new normal. Uh, but we, we both know that we were never in a normal situation and uh, we will probably never go back to a normal situation. So I'd like to call it the business unusual. And uh, what comes next? Do you feel that uh, consumers uh, will, will relinquish these new habits and new expectations that they have uh, now and, and, and go back to an older uh, model? Uh, or do you feel that uh, you can... Uh, You can actually keep leveraging that uh, that change and that new position that you have taken
1: well the jury is out because nobody can predict what will happen but my expectation is that um, the level that we reach now in e-commerce and online ordering and the trust of people to do that um, will bring this maturity in these markets to the next level Uh, if you look in the early days of e-commerce and i then i it's almost 20 years ago, people were afraid to order online because they were afraid to pay online, they were afraid that the packet would not be delivered, Uh, that would take too long. I think that distrust in online ordering uh, is gone. In COVID-19, there was no solution. If you wanted to have something delivered to your house, you needed to go online, and you needed to pay online up front before you get the goods. Yeah? So people started to trust the systems and now completely trust the, the, the platforms, the well-known e-commerce players, but also logistics, because the logistics is the, the vital arm, the last mile, that will bring something physically to your house. Yeah? But it also creates an opportunity for us as last mile players, logistic players, we will become the only physical interaction between the vendor and the consumer between the e-commerce company and the consumer. Yeah. We can uh, we can deliver a package with a smile and say, okay, this is a package delivered from Amazon, from Noon, uh, what have you, all the uh, important players in the market. That's where we can play our role, the human interaction. But of course, it's all digital. Behind every parcel delivery or document delivery, there's a full tech uh, solution behind uh, and certainly, this is something that we will uh, increase in the future: is the transparency and the visibility of a parcel. Yeah? I want uh, what we will develop in the future that any consumer who orders something online will know upfront what will happen with the delivery. Yeah? The order has been picked. The order is in the in the warehouse. The order is in the in the truck in the van, and like like you, know, like you can see on a Karim or Uber app. You will be able to follow your parcel till your doorstep and know exactly when your parcel will be delivered to you. This is, I think, what the whole logistics sector should do. Bring a transparency, bring a visibility, so that the trust of everybody in the online ordering system in e-commerce is continuing to increase, and then you evolve into maturity of the market. And the more mature the market becomes, the more need there will be for more logistics and the better it will become.
0: And in fact, you know, you, you you would call probably. I would assume. I, I know that from the telecom world that we call that uh, that segment uh, of interaction when we reach the end user. We call it the last mile. I, I don't know if you call it the last mile, and I think it's a wrong uh, wording because it is the first mile. It has to start with the consumer, uh, with the user at the end of the day. <coughs> well, and go ahead. So,
1: tell me your thoughts about that logistic supply chain warning. The first mile, that means that we collect from the vendor and bring it to our right. warehouse. Then you have the line between the different depots. And then the last mile is really really the delivery to the doorstep. That's what's a common language in uh, in, 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 in logistics, but also in, in telco.
0: Yeah, absolutely okay. right. So I think we, we're seeing a lot more uh, 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 you know let's say focus on this being a first mile experience as well even from the other side because at the end of the day that person who is receiving the good is the one that will enjoy the most receiving the good and they would like to see that uh, you know experience uh, in the best uh, possible light in fact uh, for one of our startups we've been working on defining really crafting our value proposition and i uh, i looked at uber uh, as one of the best value propositions. And uh, it was very simple, you know, it addressed the three most painful points of the taxi experience. Calling the taxi, uh, getting their attention, telling them where you are and where you want to go, uh, you know, A and B, uh, and, and paying. And in, in a normal experience, every single one of these three points is a major frustration issue. And with, with a service like Kareem or Uber, it's one click, one Click one click and it works. So when do you see that happening in the in the um, you know space yeah. of, of logistics and last mile delivery?
1: Yeah, uh, we're actually working on it. And uh, as from January first, we will launch a new product in the market. I cannot disclose too much details yet. Yeah, but what it will solve is that, um, and what I just explained the transparency and the visibility. And the seamless experience, if you order something online from one of the e-commerce players, that the delivery shouldn't be a hassle. It should be seamless. Yeah? So you know where it is. And it's all linked to tech. It's all linked to the app. And also the driver will be able, due to what we are really going to develop and launch into the market, for all the consumers, they will be able to find the right address, to find the right person, communicate with them. So that's the pain point that the taxi industry has, which was sold by Uber, the same thing we are going to
0: do in the UV market. That's amazing. And this is where we go into technology and talk a little bit about the future, the future of logistics and supply chain. And, you know, it's very interesting. We've talked about 3D printing, disrupting the supply chain. I'll print my own gadgets. And I might print my own clothes or food one day. Not happening yet. We've always also predicted things around virtual reality and augmented reality, you know, disrupting the physical world. It's happening, but much slower than we expected. And then we see in the middle of all of this, uh, you know, global uh, crisis that something as simple uh, and basic as a QR code has become one of the most powerful technology pieces in the world. Uh, Beyond that, where do you think technology is taking us uh, In your
1: logistics sector Uh, i i i don't think 3d will change the logistics world dramatically there will be nice startups and there will be something that will happen but what we see now are two trends yeah we see a huge spike in online ordering yeah and there was already a very strong increase in the e-commerce globally and you have mature markets and less mature markets middle east is less mature than the uk and china The average basket of what people buy online in the Middle East, or in, let's say, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia and here, it's the same basket what they buy in the UK and China, but only the frequency was much lower. Now you see that the frequency is increasing. So what will happen is that all the technology will help everybody to increase the experience of ordering something online. What is hindering you to order a suit or a shirt online people want to try and test it more VR technology that you can more see and better see what you want to do but also technical solutions okay you want to buy a shirt you order three sizes you test one at home it's the right size the other two you can send it back these are business models of Zappos started with that in the early days but these are taking the hinders away the blocking factors we of ordering online. Same thing with groceries. Yeah? We all seen that during COVID nineteen, the online ordering of food and groceries. It's a dramatic increase. Why were people not doing that in the past? Because you want to. If you buy apples, you want to see them. You want to see that these are the right apples that you right. buy. Also, this is now solved step by step, and people will trust it. And there will be technical uh, solutions to help that online ordering experience and also that delivery experience. where so at the end of the day, you're, let's say, hassle-free and what you buy online normally as your basic elements becomes the norm. Yeah? Not as new norm, but the norm. Yeah? And everything what is fun shopping, uh, to go out to a store with friends, look at the window, window shopping, test something, try something, something that will be there that will stay yeah but i believe there will be a major shift of everything what you normally buy a bottle of water you don't need to go that's not fun shopping it's something you need your basic needs i believe there is a massive shift massive shift into let's buy it online and bring it to our doorstep that's the most convenient way of buying something
0: like that and we leave the you know the, the, the the more time for people to enjoy Life and the outdoors and, and uh, being social and mixing with friends and family and new people around. That's fascinating. Uh, thanks, uh, Peter. I think uh, you know we, we covered so many topics today. We talked about people. We talked about communications and management and leadership. Uh, the last mile and the first mile. And I'm very excited to see the launch of your. Uh, the new solutions and products on January 1, uh, 2021. This is, uh, you know, uh, I'm sure will revolutionize as everything that we do in the UAE, bring a next level dimension to, to the normal. Um, listeners, I thank you again for tuning in to this episode of Wireless Leaders. I sincerely hope you enjoyed uh, our conversations and the interesting insights from Peter. We we are available on our social media channels. We're both quite active on, uh, on LinkedIn. Uh, I available on twitter so, uh, peter you might be also on twitter so please reach out to us uh, ask us more questions let's talk more and uh, let me know what else you would like to cover on the next episode of west Levers. thank you